Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, it's Jackie Cation And you are listening to The Dork Forest The website's JackieCation.com DorkForest.com TheDorkForest.com if you like a determiner Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio and video. Vilmos works on JackieCation.com. And Mike Rickberg uh, sang the song with his wife, Sarah. He composed it, and he will sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of this show. Thank you so much for listening to The Dorks Forest. Here's a scoop. I'm doing stand-up online. A lot of Zoom shows will eventually go back on the road. Sign up for my email list. It's easy to get off. It's harder to get on than it is to get off. And no harm, no foul. If ever bored, JackieCasia.com, sign up for the email list. You'll find out about my weekly Zoom shows and stand up on the road eventually. You may donate to the show if you would like. I would like. Sure, I would. There's PayPal, Jackie at JackieCasia.com, and there is a PayPal button on both ZorkForest.com and JackieCasia.com, and there's Venmo, if you like Venmo, Jackie-Cation, oddly enough. If you have listened to all of the shows, go to dorkforest.bandcamp.com, I think. The Dork Forest has a Bandcamp page. You can listen to a, but a lot of ones that are free from pre 2000 nine when I started pre-recording and uh, then there's uh, live episodes that cost me a couple of bucks so I charge you a couple of bucks there's also some stand-up there's a story uh, album that's very exciting there and um, other than that I have a lot of merch in my garage feel free to order if you know anybody who doesn't have any CDs or the DVD and uh, you can follow me everywhere at Jackie Cation let's get into the show Hi, Jackie Cation. I'm in my garage. We're doing a dork forest. I got a, a, a new ranger, someone who's not been on the program before, stand-up comic, Orlando Le, uh, Leba? Am I Leba, doing that right? You got it right. I nailed it. it. It's, right. I know it's Hey Lando on all the all the Twitter, Instagram things. Yes, but it is. Hey Lando. And uh, it just occurred to me, do you think Lando Calrissian's uh, full name is Orlando? I think so. <laughs> I want to believe so. Me too. Now I I really want to like. It's been my whole life. I was uh, I was born when on the debut on the premiere of the first Star Wars, May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven. Oh, really? That yeah, is so. interesting. It's yeah. uh, I and that... I have all my hair. Oh, how about and, that? Come on, you have all your hair. <laughs> so, by the way, Orlando Leba is a comic uh, from Florida. Were you named after the city of Orlando, Florida? No, that, uh, I pray to God not. No, no, I was named after my mom wanted me to be an attorney, and she genuinely, in her mind, thought that the name Orlando would said, help. Yeah, it said either attorney or doctor. You know, <laughs> it was like. And now you're a comic with a new special on HBO Max, so I'm already yeah. jealous. Uh, well yes. done. It's called Adorable. It's on HBO yeah. Max. And then there's an album that is also available on Spotify and Amazon and all the places, right? Yes, Adorable is also an uh, If you stream uh, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, wherever you stream, you can. if you look up the name Adorable, my album will pop up. And if you go to HBO Max, it just recently got loaded. It's a... Is the first special I did for HBO. They recently loaded it to oh, okay. HBO uh, Max. So it's like I'm double dipping the chip. And That's I'm it. enjoying it. Exactly. Please do. Because uh, why not? Uh, let's get let's get some let, let's get you out there. Hey Lando. <laughs> it's at Hey Lando, H A Y H E Y L A N D O on Twitter and all the things. Now let us get in to what you what you enjoy in life, and we're in a pandemic, so I'm kind of interested in this because you wa you're watching HGTV, yes. which means you have cable. Yes. Do I and have cable? How did? Yeah, you? I do. I do. Have yeah, you must. No, I have internet. I have internet. Could you and watch HGTV on the internet? Yeah, they have an app. Oh, they have an. Of course, they have an app. They Is it three ninety nine a month? Uh, I don't really know because uh, we share stuff. Me, uh, me and my and my uh, community, we share uh, 
services. So like I have HBO Max. Sure. And I allegedly share it with another uh, couple. Sure. uh, The the friends of my wife. And Mm -hmm. they allegedly have, uh, let's say, something like Sling. And uh, we share that. uh, First of all, they don't mind if you share it. They've they've actually they said it's okay. Like I shared Netflix. One of the things uh, our one of my nephews uses our Netflix. And when I want him to call his grandmother, I change the password. Mm. Because moments later, he's like, did you change the Netflix password? I was like, yeah, call your grandmother. And here's the new password. And uh, but yeah, so I share my sister's Hulu. I've mm-hmm. got um, HBO with my brother. I have mm-hmm. a lot of siblings. Yes. So uh, we could, what is Sling? Sling is... Uh, What's on Sling? I don't... Uh, Sling is like basically a whole cable network, but it's, uh, it's, it's an app. And you okay. basically, you pay for the channels that you want to see. And they basically log it all down and you pay one fee a month. That's about as much as uh having hbo max okay so you can't get like premium channels you're not gonna get you can put them on but then the charge goes up okay so you could put hbo on there but then you might as well just get hbo max it's the equivalent Um, of having basic cable on my apple tv okay but is um it's way more affordable than basic cable that's which is where HGTV is. And then do you yes. throw it to your TV with a Chromecast? Allow me to nerd out a little bit about the tech on this. No, no, no. It's actually running through my Apple TV. Okay. So that, and so you, is the that. Apple TV is HDMI into my TV. Okay. So it's got yeah. a, it's got its own device, sort of like yes. a Roku or a, cause I've yes. got a, I've got a switcher and a Chromecast, mm-hmm. but then we also have a PS4. Yes. And a DVD player, Blu-ray, which has mm-hmm. probably all the things. I don't have Apple TV, though they said when I bought my new phone that I could get a year free. Uh, yes, but, but actually I have like the Apple TV, uh, uh, what would be, what would you refer to it back in the day as the transmitter, the receiver. The device. The device. It's, like, it's an actual, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's hardwired hard- into the into the. Yeah, device. you could do it hardwired or you can do it. Um, it's great because me and you get to talk and a lot of people don't even know what we're talking about. This. You can do <laughs> oh. it through Wi-Fi. You can connect sure. it through Wi-Fi or, you know, for people like you and me that are um, that are old school mentality now in this era is helping us more, um, meaning through this conversation, we're hooked up probably through the Ethernet. We Ethernet cabled our computers like Mike. My computer's running into uh, my internet's coming in through an Ethernet cable. I'm not doing the Wi-Fi, just so we never lose contact. And I do the same thing with my Apple TV, where I have Ethernet into my Apple TV, HDMI into my t- into my uh, oh. flat screen. You know what? I think I'm hardwired. Am I Ethernet cabled into our internet? Mm-hmm. I it would be it would be foolish not to because I am I am Ethernet cabled into this because yes. what we did I'm in a I'm in a garage Orlando it doesn't and, look it and uh, but uh, the I I put another router out here so mm-hmm. that I could expand you know have the Wi-Fi be better out here but then yeah. I just uh, got an Ethernet cable so that I could hardwire my laptop when I did yeah. these shows out here i've been advising i've been i'm that i've become the the i'm not that technical but i've been the one giving everybody that simple advice of like man i i do these zoom meetings and sometimes it falls out and everything and also as a stand-up doing zoom shows um i recognized that the reaction time was faster so when i first started doing the zoom shows i would be on my wi-fi yeah and this is like real nerd talk right now and this then is perfect. It, Welcome it, to it, the dark forest. I love it. <laughs> and then I would say a joke and then there'll be, there'll be, there's a lag. There's a lag getting to them and there's a lag actually, the laughs coming back. I hooked up my ethernet. I went old school with it, hooked up the ethernet and then the reactions were faster. Then right. It, became, it tightens up quite nicely actually. Because um, yeah. with the, with, yeah. Cause I, I do, I do a lot of zoom shows as well. And the, 
would you want to do a get? I do a show every Sunday where I'm interminably working on my next album. And, uh, and so, but I do, I have guesties. I have little guest sets every week. And, um, if you ever want to do 10 minutes, uh, you're welcome in the you middle of the it. day. All right. You got it. You it's, already have my email. I do. Orlando. I just got your email and who doesn't want to see, uh, Orlando Leva do some stand-up comedy, which is available on HBO max or the album on all the things, but I want to know about on HGTV. <laughs> I love the way you say all the things. It's on all the things. It's I Amazon. It's Spotify. So it's much on that. Pandora. I, relate to, I love the way that you say also at Hey Lando, uh, Twitter, <laughs> And all the things. All the like, things. Instagram, Snapchat. I bet you you're on. Are you on TikTok? Are you doing the TikTok? No, I'm not. But all that I've done, I, I, all that I've done, Jackie, is uh, I've parked my name. So I'll go into the new website, uh, whatever they've come up with next. And uh, <laughs> and I park my, my handle at Hey Lando, but I never use it. Right. Um, because I just don't want anybody to use it. But like recently, the what, which one did I get yesterday? The, oh, Clubhouse. I got invited to, and I just, I, I, the same way I feel about Pepsi. When a waiter asked me, uh, uh, when I asked for Coke and the yes. waiter goes, is Pepsi okay? I say, very calmly, I say, no, it's, it's never okay. <laughs> uh that was the same. I naturally reacted to that request that way. Like, hey, man, here's an invitation to Clubhouse. You know, people come and they're experts and they can talk about what they're experts. I was just like, no. No. No, no but it's a great idea. I was like, no. No. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I am done, uh, Jackie. But I'm I will. Facebook, but I think Twitter, you're right. Instagram. I think My you're website. right to park it, though, because what if it blows up and Twitter goes the way of, you know, Friendster or LinkedIn or whatever. And then all of a sudden Clubhouse is the big thing that everybody gives a damn about yeah, I don't, and you're parked. I'm willing. Uh, yeah, that's why I do it. That's why I just don't not really there because I really don't see myself. I want them all to uh, um, uh, fail. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> right, right. If they all went away and we just started calling people on the phone again, that'd be awesome. I, would, <laughs> I was told that Twitter, by the way, was going to be this. A couple of, of friends of mine moved to different cities mm-hmm. um, from my last day job. And they, I was like, I was told that Twitter was a way sort of do uh, was like group texting with mm-hmm. a lot of different people. And I was like, OK. And then I get out and I'm like. Yeah, but what are the strangers doing reading my text messages? Yes. And, you know, and I, granted, it was 10 years ago, so I figured it out since. But, yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I don't I like the it. lies. I might say something. I say dumb stuff. I, I like, I just say my one of my, I just keep on repeating myself, which is the one that I say, oh, I'm, I'm skating through life on good vibes. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'll put All that right. and then I'll put a picture of a dog that's cute. That's it. Oh, internet puppy. Uh, sometimes it's just time for an internet puppy, I say. Sometimes. You That's know a- I've completely hacked my algorithm and not hacked it, but you know, after watching you figure the movies, it out? You, no, after seeing Social Dilemma, you kind of like, if you paid attention to that documentary, whatever you click on and whatever you ignore that you physically ignore, you click on the button and you say, ignore, don't want to see this post. Mm-hmm. You can actually... Uh, set up your algorithm to just feed you, which is what's going on politically in the world now, mm. just feed you. So all I have, most of my Instagram are golden doodle. Updates. <laughs> uh, then that feels like you're doing the Lord's work uh, yeah. on that sort of algorithm uh, yeah. shenanigans. There you uh, go. I don't approve of the internet. The internet wasn't created. It was created for dorks. The internet, it was not mm-hmm. created for Nazis to meet each other. Yeah. So uh, it's very disappointing to me that uh, the horrible people also have a way to connect yeah. uh, and they could fuck right off. But other yeah, than they that, they didn't know, they didn't know how to do it before, but then they figured it out. And I was like, Oh, and no one's going to judge me. I'm <laughs> just going to be here. Every- wow. Everybody thinks like me now. And little do they know it's an algorithm that's, it, that's- directly channeling. Yeah. Everybody. Do you ever you know? see Minority Report, the uh, the yes. Tom Cruise movie? Yes. Yes. And yes. I never read. I've had a hard time trying to read uh, Philip K. Dick books. I don't know if you've ever because he wrote that and he wrote Blade Runner and he wrote mm-hmm. The Paycheck with. Uh, yes. Uh, with with uh, Bad Batman. 
Ben Affleck. Uh, So, but the movies are all exceptional and minority report that thing where you're, it's like you're walking through a tube, like sort of like in Denver, when you walk through the underground, the Denver airport. Yes. Uh, but the ads, as you go by, they can RFID the chip in your in your wallet, so they get your ID, and the uh-huh. ads all of a sudden are just to you. They're very yes. specific. Yes. And I believe some of those next. guys. I believe some of those guys. Man, you know, I don't want to go down this lane, but there's a certain side of me that thinks that some of these movies that were written, uh, these guys have lived other lives. Oh, yeah. In the sense of, or they've time traveled through their spirit. It feels super spooky. It, yeah, it feels, feels spooky like enough. That's yeah. way too much accurate. Like, you know, the way right. everybody's freaking out with the Simpsons and how Donald J. Trump came down to make his announcement. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, uh, watching a show like The West Wing and watching Aaron Zorkin talk about The West Wing, they have so many um, consultants for the West Wing. Right. Some of the things that happen uh, is kind of like they're just, they're taking educated, real educated uh, guesses and predictions on however. Because basically, like Eric Sorkin's The West Wing, when Matthew Santos became president, Mm -hmm. it was basically a future view of the Obama presidency. Right. It feels it's, it's, it. a lot of times. And I, and I, I believe, okay. I have my own spooky beliefs here. And one of them is that artists and writers aren't that good. If you, if you have, if you've channeled into something, you've actually, there's part of me that believes in magic and it believes Mm -hmm. that, that you saw something that, you know, and it just clicked in the universe and mm-hmm. you put it on paper, whether it's Tolkien or it's um, there's a, one of my favorite um, science fiction writers is a woman named Cage Baker. And it's about mm-hmm. immortality and time travel. And, but she back in like, and I believe she wrote these books before. Do you remember when um, Cage Baker? Yeah. Cage like, with a, with that's a K. my jam. Yeah, K K A G E Cage Baker, and uh, the company series, and but there was a um, when Spielberg re-edited E T to take the guns out of the hands of the FBI agents and put walkie talkies in. Mm-hmm. Cage Baker speculated that there would be that they would remove alcohol and chocolate and guns, and they would just take out everything that was even slightly addictive or offensive, like to retcon all of these old movies. Yes. And when the E.T. thing happened, I was like, Jesus, Cage Baker saw that coming. And she also refers to um, uh, travel cups as adult sippy cups. Yes. And uh, and she wrote, but if you look at like, like, uh, I don't know if you've read N.K. Jemison. No. Uh, she's Kamau Bell's cousin. Yes. And she won the Hugo three years in a row with her Broken Earth series, which is another which is uh, another science fiction, the Broken Earth trilogy. And it's it's pretty it's intense. Like I read the first one and then I could. And here's the other thing I like about uh, N.K. Jemison is she wrote uh, all three of them and then published the first one. So yeah. she didn't do, uh, you know, like George R. R. Martin, never going to finish this thing. Or Patrick Rothfuss, I'm never going to finish this trilogy. She finished the trilogy and then then published. And they're amazing stories about environmentalism and people and the earth. I'm with you. I'm writing with you, Jackie. I think uh, these uh, creators of see a moment in time and oh, they listen to. I forgot who I was uh, listening to. There's a writer. That says that sometimes she she basically described inspiration or creativity mm-hmm. when it, I, I believe it was a TED talk that comes into she's sitting in the room and it comes into the room and sometimes she, the idea is there and she she verbally out loud says you need to sit down relax for a second I'm gonna get to you to the idea or the 
or the vision that she's saying, and she physically tells it. And I've and because of that, I've actually said that to jokes. Oh, there you go. I've said that. Like I, I said, okay, that's funny. That that's really funny. Just give me a second to like can <laughs> get it down. Hold yeah. on, because sometimes they really these ideas just come and go. They just travel. They just traveled right through you, and you're like, "Oh, that was what was that idea again?" Right, and where did it come from? And I think yeah. that that it does come, you know, without whatever whatever you want to say that it came from. If it's yeah. the zeitgeist or or the or a universe or a god or a or a yeah. magic, uh, my I don't grandmother, care. <laughs> my my grandmother was a midwife, and I know we're supposed to get into HGTV, and I'll jump into it. But, <laughs> My grandmother was a midwife, uh, a midwife. Yeah. And um, she couldn't read or write. Uh, she's from the country, deep in the countryside of Dominican Republic. Uh, she signed her name with an X. And um, to have this woman, uh, she died at the age of 90, uh, about uh, eight years ago. To okay. have this woman explain to me as a child, that like basically, Orlando, you can connect to any energy as long as you're as, as long as you can see that energy and you can tune yourself to that energy. Like someone that's also right. religious, yeah, very Catholic, but right. had the had this um, natural natural uh, brain of a scientist. Right, just the explain. intelligence of a scientist. Yeah, the correct. That, that's the best way I can. Because I was like, oh, okay. And then fast forward years later, I read the quote from Albert Einstein, and he's talking about the same thing. And it's like, how did my grandmother... Like, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm envision deep countryside. The only way you get to her house is by either physically hiking mm-hmm. or you have to... You can't even, like... You could take horses, but the horses are going to take a beating. What you really want to take is either a mule or a donkey. Okay. That is gun- that is tough. It's low, low, <laughs> low right. center of gravity, and it's just <laughs> right. a tough animal. Uh, right. Till this day, yeah. Till this day, you not till actually because my mother just recently moved to the family farm. Okay. Uh, till. Till just recently, probably five years, the only way you could still get to the house was the only other way was like with a four by four vehicle. Now you can actually take a car that's not four by four and okay. make it there. But, you know? but you might need. Yeah, because yeah. the weird thing is, is my grandmother also could not read or write. Also mm-hmm. signed her name with an X. Was also from the boons of Turkey, yeah. and uh, was forcibly removed uh, from her village uh, yeah. by the Turks. But the other uh, thing is, is she could not have been smarter. And mm-hmm. you think about, uh, and it isn't, and it wasn't wasted. I was just about to say, you know, the waste of the not educating everybody. You're, mm-hmm. you're missing out on geniuses, except mm-hmm. for, and, and I still think that that's true, except for that my grandmother and your grandmother, it wasn't wasted. It was, it, it was wasn't. passed on to us. Yes. And the only thing that I do regret, I, I did walk with her, um, in her last days, I was really connected to her and I had a, a mini DV camera and I filmed her. I still haven't even emotionally, I haven't been able to bring myself to even digitize Oof. it. And, and, you know, hopefully my family members won't listen to this because then they'll be like, you have all that footage on grandma where she walked me through the house at the age of 89 years old. Yeah. She died. She passed away right before she, it was her 90th birthday. And, uh, and awesome. The way I want to go, just laid down, fell asleep, didn't wake up. No, no drama. Yep. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And uh, she walked me all through the house and showed me where all her kids were born. Like here's like my mom was born in the kitchen where the kitchen is now. And she was like, because she was a midwife. And so it was all home births because she's also in the country. Yes. Yes. And then it took and then to even register the kid. It's so funny because we just had this discussion. Uh, My mom's birthday is August uh, 3rd. August 10th, 
legally, mm-hmm. but my mom was actually born May 13th. But that's how long it took them after she got born to go oh. and register her. <laughs> to go right. Wow. That's hilarious. You we're can't on just say now. This I is, love you, Jackie. Right, I got is, love for you. This you, is a, you're like, do you see this baby? It's clearly not two days old. It took yes, us yes. several months to get here. Yes. yes. And they're like, mm, still born so on we August were 10th. I my mother a plane ticket because she's actually going to fly back from Dominican Republic to Florida. And my brother's buying her the plane. And he's like, when's mom's birthday again? My oldest brother. And then I said, uh, May, May 13th. And then he goes, yeah, yeah, that's right, May 13th. And then I go, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> and then I have a file with all my mom's information. And then I go, nah, legally, on her driver's license and on her passport is August 10th. Right, right, because you got to go with whatever the paperwork has yes. chosen to go with. Well, it's this great. is fascinating. It's great. it's great home living. I love it. I love visiting there. Not as much now after my grandma passed. But I do have that footage. It's a nice country house that reminds me of everything I see on HGTV on and Fixer Upper. Look at the segue, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into it uh, with yes. Orlando Leba. And it is uh, at Hey Lando on Twitter and Instagram and all the things. And I yes. will say all the things a thousand times now. But the um, and the name of his album and special is Adorable. And it's on HBO Max and it's on Spotify and Pandora and all that. So, Beautiful. but HGTV mm-hmm. is home and garden television. Yeah. Home and garden television. Okay. So what program is it all? Is it? I feel like some of the stuff has been hijacked by like the bachelor has home and garden TV been hijacked by reality television. Uh, no, it hasn't. They've actually, uh, stuck to their, to their original plan. And they've, it's all about home improvement shows, uh, real estate shows and everything. Okay. They have, yeah. It's very, it's a very educational. If you're into home and garden, it's very educational. It it all depends about you finding the show that educates you. So there are shows that are just about real estate and how to flip a house and basically, you know, put up some drywall and, and then get more money out of the house that you just bought at an auction. Oh, okay. And then, and then there are shows about that you won the lottery and now you get to buy your dream home. That show, I also uh, like it too. It's called the or Lottery Winners. Because you see the people who have, who don't really understand money that way. And then you see the people that do understand money where they're like, you want $5 million. Are you going to buy, what are you going to buy a $5 million house? And they're like, nah, I'm buying a a 4 million, 4.5 million. I'm trying to save like 500,000. And then you find someone that won 10 million and they're like, you won 10 million. What house are you buying? and, And I remember this girl vividly. She was like, yeah, I'm, my budget is $250,000. Oh, there I you go. I loved her. Like when I saw that episode, I was like, you get it. You, you get figured it. figured it out. Yes. Yeah. I get real excited when <sighs> I see people that get it. And it's like, Jesus, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. just think it through. They think follow. it through. Take a beat, brother. Yeah, take, just a, take beat. a beat. Exactly. Because you are going to need to pay property taxes yeah. on that thing, right? Property ta- And maybe you don't, if you play your cards right, you don't need to go back to work. That story was great. Uh, I'm not, uh, I don't know that much about the show. Right. But I know it's about people that win the lottery and buy their home. And this young lady uh, moved in with her parents so she could save. So she had a job, uh, had an apartment, and she took uh, she took a beat and said, let me move back home so I can save up the down payment of the house. Uh, This is a great story, Jackie. And what she did was there was a local convenience store close to her house. The lottery has scratch offs. Right. The scratch offs, when they lose, certain scratch offs have a second option to win. Okay. You grab the this the the lottery ticket that didn't win and you register it on a website online. And then they hold another lottery just with the serial number of that lottery ticket. This woman would go on walks every day and collect all the discarded um, yeah. and register uh, them all and register them all within 
six months bomb. She won. She actually won uh, five million dollars. Wow. And she bought a house for two hundred and fifty. And helped with litter. That's right. And helped and with litter. Was picking up some litter and then oh, registering man. it and won five million dollars while she was living at home, hoping to save up to buy a house. Uh, you know, I showed that episode to my wife, Vanessa Lozano, and she got so gassed. <laughs> and uh she was like, I'm about this life. And it lasted a it, it lasted about a month. Okay. Where but also, like our nearest convenience store is Seven Eleven, and no, no. But there's some weird characters that hang out around. 7-11. Right, right. There's, there's, uh, yeah. There's, there's the yeah. the Los Angeles is full of people who, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, you don't know who's who. You don't know. Who's you don't who. know who's who. Maria Bamford does a very. She used to. I don't think she ever put it on any of the albums, but it was such mm-hmm. a great bit about how she was uh, going to get a rescue, and it was a guy that lived in front of the Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. And he was a little bit sketch, you know, he was a little, he, he looked like he might bite, but I, she thought if she was really nice to him, yeah. you know, he could, he could be tamed. And, and, uh, and I was yeah. like, please do that joke. And she's like, it's actually way too dark. And everyone gets sad when I do it. Yeah. And I was like, I have, I have a rescue joke also, but my rescue joke is that my wife rescued me. Aww. Like I'm the rescue. That You're the was. rescue. Yeah. I'm the rescue. And she took me home and she brushed my hair. And <laughs> she had air conditioning, food in the refrigerator, <laughs> and the NFL channel. And that's the condensed version on how I got domesticated. That's I'm not it. a wild stallion anymore. I'm just a house cat with no claws. <laughs> Meow. I love it. I'm in favor of it. So what is the show on HGTV that you do that is your favorite? My favorite show is a show called Fixer Upper. It's no longer, it's still airing on reruns, but the actual show itself, there are no new episodes. Okay. It. Okay. The show is hosted by uh, is Chip and Joanna Gang. Okay. A couple. Okay. Yes, they're a couple. Um, they have kids. I don't know their kid's name because I'm not a stalker. <laughs> and um, my friend actually did that. My friend, Michael Yo. Uh, was telling me a story. He's very uh, live on social media. Uh, he's always putting up video and everything. And he said he was walking down the street and a total stranger, a woman, walked up to his toddler son and goes, Oliver, oh my God, look at you, buddy. And then she looked up and she goes, oh, Michael, yo. And then, she, and then he goes, excuse me, do you know me? And she goes, Oh uh, no, I I don't I don't. This is gonna sound weird. I don't really know you, uh, but I know your kid from social, social media. media. Yeah, his outfits and his hair, how curly his hair is, and everything. Wow, and that, that made him take a step back. Like, hey, oh <laughs> yeah, nice to meet, and put his kid behind him. Oh man, I'm so glad you're a fan. All right. You had a comedy show. (laughs) I will say having a podcast, uh, the dork forest has been going for, mm, I think uh, 15 years, 14 years. And um, I did not know that I had a Wikipedia page until one of my brothers were like, you know, you have a Wikipedia page and my name's on it. And I was like, what's happening? And so I look and it's got a lot of like my stepmother's name, all of my siblings. Wow. I was like, someone has been listening and taking notes. Yes. And I mean, there's not. Have oh, you reached out? Have you ever said, hey, whoever uh, oh, runs my Wikipedia page, can you give me a call? Let's get some of this stuff more accurate. <laughs> uh, it's actually pretty accurate. And yeah. uh, and I think, you know, whatever. I think the inaccuracies. uh Someone, uh, I think Jeff Garland said that his brother went in and changed his Wikipedia page to say Jeff Garland caught the comedy bug. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of funny if someone put on your Wikipedia page something silly, like, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> drives a 2013 yeah. Toyota Corolla. Yeah. And only likes uh, M&M's upside down because right. he doesn't, he likes W's because he's a winner. <laughs> He's a winner and they're all blue. Yeah. So, so fixer upper with Chip and Joanna. Yes. Is how many episodes, how many seasons are there? How many episodes are there? Uh, Any idea? Are there hundreds? uh, uh, No, not hundreds. Close to hundreds. The pilot episode was in April, April, no, May, May of 2013. Okay. Uh, just a pilot episode. And then the season officially kicked off in April 
of 2014. It's pretty interesting because um, the show itself was the first show that I enjoyed that kind of like had that uh, extreme home makeover feel. By then, extreme home makeover had gone off the air, which was all about just doing good oh. and helping out. Okay. So, uh, Fixer Upper is more of a show of I'm going to help Jackie. Uh, moved to Waco, Texas, where you could basically, at the time, you could buy a house for like $5. No one's right. been living in Waco, <laughs> Texas, you know? And and I'm going to help her achieve, re- in a really affordable way, her dream home. Okay. So it's these beautiful farmhouses and whatnot. Yeah. And you get acres and you get a lake. I remember one guy bought a house and it was like 300000 and it had a private lake that he can fish. Wow. You know, like, like a huge lake. Yeah. On his property. Just a just freshwater for lake in the middle of his property. And I was just like, oh, my God, I fell in love with this show because of that, because it was all about helping people. And there's never there's never the reality show aspect of it of, oh, the plumbing is all bad. We really can't afford it. We're going to have to cut corners. Those moments never exist. It's always the show's always moving forward and it's about that positive energy and that instant gratification of oh we've discovered great hardwood floors we can sand these down and restain them and then we we save money here everything in of the show was positive their vibe is very positive you get the feeling that they're religious but they don't they don't right. hit you over the head with it. <laughs> right, right. They're literally, they uh, have clearly uh, take, taken to, to heart the idea that you should give back in their religion, yeah. if yes. they are religious. And, yes. uh, and and yet they don't need to let you in on it. They're just a living example. That's my yes. favorite kind of reality show. I love it. I love it. It's like, and at the same time, the emotional attachment to it, because I had to go, you know, I've. I'm so passionate about it that I ended up, when I did my first Tonight Show, I talked about it. I talked about HGTV. Um, yeah. Um, if anybody wanna, wants to look it up, just type in Orlando Labor Tonight Show. Okay. I'm wearing a yellow jacket. and um, Do you still have me, that jacket? Yeah, I still have it. Thank my God. wife made, made me put it away. She was just like, I went to wear it again, and she was like, you can't. We're going to auction it one day. And then I go, I love your vision, babe. I love that you believe in me so much that you think I'm going to get to a place where I get to auction off a, a jacket. That is to, uh, that is enormously supportive. Uh, the people yes. in our lives. <laughs> I love yes. that. So it, it, I talked about it, but and I had to go into self, like I'm very self-aware and a self and I love to self-analyze. And then I was like, what, what is it about this show? Two things. The first thing about HGTV Fixer Upper is um, it started um, in 2013 was when I saw the first episode. It didn't really get going till 2014. Um, and I'm, I love the instant gratification where if you're having a bad day, you could sit down, watch that show. And again, the kitchen looks like a mess. Yeah. Thirty minutes into a show, brand new kitchen, and you're like, "Wow, that kitchen looks amazing." Is it a thirty-minute show? How long is that no, show? No, every episode is one hour. One hour. Yeah, but thirty minutes in, yeah, you're yeah. already starting. But you're again. already saving the cat. You're already you're yes. getting the positive, uh, positive That's, influence. I need I need those. I genuinely need those positive vibes. That's why I yeah. like the first five seasons of British Bake Off the best. Okay. Anyway, I've but, never gotten into that show, and I think I'm I'm you know we've all during this pandemic. I think we've watched everything. Right. <laughs> I just we just finished The Crown and Bridgerton. I think it is. Aw, Bridgerton, adorable. Bridgerton, yeah. And uh, Shonda Rhimes really nailing the romance mm-hmm. novel vibe. Well played. Yeah. Uh, and I've read those books. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert, Anthony, in the next series, I assume she'll be doing a next series with Anthony, uh, he is terrified of bees. Anyway, uh, let's yeah. continue with the good news with <laughs> the kitchen in the Fixer Upper. Yeah, so that's the first aspect of why I love the show. 30 minutes, instant gratification. Wow, the kitchen looks great. The bathroom looks great. The floors look great. Then Joanne comes in with her design and decorations and starts to go, oh, man, that house, she, their decor, 
goes under falls under like farmer chic. Okay. But it's everything is very light and airy and okay. I love it. I love it. I, I I me personally I love it. I love so we already established I love how much the houses cost. I love that you can fix them up and get that instant gratification. The positive of the show. Mm-hmm. And then Joanna, uh, her design. And then Chip, her husband, is a silly, you know, don't take it the wrong way, people. I'm just saying a very silly white guy. Okay. It makes me giggle. Like this <laughs> dude makes me giggle. Like my wife goes to me, why do you giggle so much? And then I go, because he's a grown child. Right. And I am a grown child. I, I do stand up and I get I get his sense of humor, except for like season two. He almost killed her because he forgot to put the Jeep in in park. And there was oh, a stick shift and he you- forgot to pull the emergency <laughs> and he jumps out of the Jeep and the Jeep keeps rolling. And then he has to jump back in oh. the Jeep and Joanna, his wife, has to jump out of the way. And he. And you knew it was true because his eyes were just, they just looked like an old school Volkswagen <laughs> Beetle. You like, know, oh man, that one, that could have been rough there. That would have been. I, I like, have to say that my favorite men in the whole world, and this is my husband, mm-hmm. is an adult, responsible adult man. Yes. A yes. grown up person mm-hmm. who is also very silly. Yes. Uh, who has a sense of silliness and a sense of yes. absurdity. And you're just like, Oh yeah, that that's that's who I love. That's that yeah. guy. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife hits me up all the time. My wife Vanessa is like, "Man, you're so lucky. You like doing dishes and, <laughs> and washing clothes and ironing because this these are the things I do to relax, actually. But again, oh. instant gratification. You put in a dirty load of clothes, you wash it. Now the clothes are clean. You and do have you, an instant sense of gratification. Yeah, and then you then you fold it if you're now you're stepping you don't leave it in the dryer get nope. it out fold it right away you know Put it and away. then you step up which is something that i've lagged and i'm bringing it back uh i need to bring it back i used to be real heavy into ironing my clothes i had to i had my own starches i would make oh, it interesting it with lavender smell and about honestly when i moved to los angeles uh eight years ago was when i stopped so, yeah. You stopped ironing all your clothes about eight yeah, years ago. Yeah, because no one here irons their clothes. They just no let one their does. body heat. They let their <laughs> body heat. And I kind of felt Get strange. the wrinkles out. Yeah. I have to say that uh, two days ago, I got a sense of, I was, I was kind of, I was a little grumpy. I was grumpy. I was a little in the dumps. And mm-hmm. I was like, why don't you do something that you can accomplish? And so I stripped the bed. I clean the bathroom. I organize the kitchen a little bit. And by the end of it, I had done something, you know, I had fresh sheets. I, the bathroom was clean. I felt, I just felt better to, it's just. I did that. I did that. I did, man, me and you, I did that to my, yeah, I did that to my bedroom. I like, I'm talking about a couple of days ago, like completely stripped of bed. Completely got everything out. Uh, vacuum, vacuumed under the bed. There was a few dust bunnies there, and it was kind of like I just needed. I needed the energy vibe to change. Right. The There's bedroom. so much was, dust was, in Los Angeles too. Yeah, so and that, yes, I live close to a place called Griffin Park. So the dust from that, um, uh, what is it, a hill, a mountain, whatever it is. Right. If you leave your windows open, the wings. I actually dropped that dust inside your house, and uh, it was. And I hadn't slept for a couple of nights, and I just in my head it just clicked. Like like you said, I was feeling kind of weird. I was yeah. feeling a little bit down. I hadn't slept for a couple of nights. That'll do. And it. then I I did that, and that was it. That night I slept like a baby. That's it. That's it's just uh, it's it's part of the the self care. What I think of it as is part of the self care that is appreciated by our partners. Because mm-hmm. my know. husband was like, "Hey, the bathroom's clean," and uh, he said, yeah. "I've been I've been meaning to clean the bathroom for about a week," and I was like. Yeah, it's uh, you can you can clean the kitchen if you want. I mean, I you know I was just like <laughs> you can clean yeah. something else. But I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I, I'm. I really. I think I should look more into that because I'm all about jumping into the dishes. Also, you know, yeah. not, not not dropping, not name dropping, but like um, uh, 
Pat and also allow him on tour with him. Let me and let me pick this up for you. You dropped this. I'm just yeah. kidding. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm on I'm on tour with uh the great Patton Oswald comedian. Uh, upcoming uh, or pre-COVID? Yeah. Uh, pre-COVID. Before COVID. COVID. Okay. Yeah. And uh we're on tour. This is I think 2019, early 2019 or 2018. I just remember. But he um his wife, Margaret, she um she packed um a thing. We're staying in different hotel rooms or everything. So he's trying to keep this shirt that's obviously already wrinkled. Like from getting more wrinkled. <laughs> and then I go I go to him and it looks so weird. He talked about it on stage. We were in Denver. And right. at the front desk, we have this relationship, by the way. I go, Pat, and I can't. I can't, bro. He goes, what? I go, I need to iron your shirt. <laughs> Yeah, and he, he goes what? And then I, I, I need to. This is, it's gonna be with me. <laughs> I'm gonna open for you. The it's not gonna be good. It's not mm-hmm. gonna be a good. Op- and he goes. He just hands me. <laughs> the thing. And then Patton goes. I felt so weird because he's like asking me, and it's all these people. But I was so intense about it that he was like, right. I have no choice. I have to give him this shirt tie. Right. Goes, all right, here. And he hands me the shirt, and I take the shirt. And, dude, I iron my clothes for the shows. I When I'm going to do a show, I got to iron. Yeah. Uh, it's part of my it's part of my process. And I, I would love to shirt. work with you on the road. I have no yeah. interest in ironing anything. Anyway. <laughs> and then um, he talked about it on stage with, uh, <laughs> also. But then he also opens up, and he goes, I have the same issue with washing dishes. Oh, okay. Where in his house, he he's like, I can't, like, no. The way people load the dishwasher or wash dishes to him, if you're not doing it the way he does oh, it. Oh, interesting. It's, it's, yeah. When so I was his a chi- is washing yeah. dishes. When I was a child, my, uh, my stepmother had a lot of sayings. And one of them was, wash, wipe, and put away, live to eat another day. Yeah. And so it was, you could not leave, you know, we would all sit down for a meal mm-hmm. and we had it all scheduled out. Someone would, uh, there, I, there's six kids. Yeah. So, uh, and she came in and she was a great loss to the Austrian army. But, yeah. uh, so she's got us all scheduled to do these things and someone washed and someone dried and the person who washed had to sweep the floor and the person yeah. who dried had to wipe everything down. And, yes. um, but so that was all scheduled the the mm-hmm. the meals and the dishes but if you had a snack or anything in between meals you yeah. could not put the dish in the sink you had wow. to wash it and then wipe it wipe and then it. put it away in the moment so i live with my husband andy who will sometimes he, he's okay with he'll leave dishes a little bit Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do mine, so I'll just do them all. And mm-hmm. sometimes I was, I was, I was thinking about this the other day, is that I get mad yes. about it a little bit, and then I thought, understandable, you didn't marry him for his dishwashing abilities. You married yeah. him because he's uh, he's a great guy, yeah. and he's very smart, very funny, very good person. <laughs> These are the reasons. It yes. wasn't because I was hoping that he'd do more than just his bowl like roommates <laughs> it's so funny like you can come from different places in life and still have the same issues and, and this <laughs> this is what i this is what i try to do with my stand-up where it's like guys like we're not so different man. we're really not so different because i have the same issue like i like to i wash dishes yeah i don't like to put them away i don't okay. like so i have this very elaborate rack Yes. I also, for some reason, I know the reason is my mom, don't trust the dishwasher. The dishwasher Uh, in my family growing up, the dishwasher in every apartment that we lived in was extra storage space. That's what the dishwasher was. That's it. That's that's that was extra storage space. I don't trust it. It doesn't wash right. Yeah, you know, they they don't they I, they don't feel clean. And the thing is, is so I'll wash and wipe and put and put put a dish away. Mm-hmm. If I pull it out and it's not clean, yeah. I know exactly who did that. 
who yeah. was half-assed yeah. and did not clean it correctly. It was this yes. one right here. Yeah. And uh, if it would have been a machine that did it, I would be infuriated. I'd been yeah. like, it's supposed to do the thing. Yeah. Uh, when we do buy a house, I'm going to break that habit. My good friend, Forrest Shaw, he recently, comedian also, he just recently bought his house. He has a very, because he, he we used to be roommates. And we'll get back to HGTV, how I ended yes. up being roommates with Forrest Shaw. But his, his dishwasher, he hated the fact that uh, basically the dishwasher in the townhouse that we both shared, we shared this two-bedroom townhouse, uh, I never would put the dishes in the dishwasher. He hated that. He was like, dude, that's what the dish... I go, it's never clean. It's, it was, that was always my point. It's never clean. It's never going to be right. And everything. And he goes, it should just be cabinet space. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, that's the old washing. These new machines actually do a great job. So now at his new house, he has this fantastic dishwasher. <laughs> he proved me wrong. He pulled out a dish and he's like, look, man, the dish came out. There was smoke coming from it because it, you know, right? it used hot water. That alone sold me. There's smoke coming off this right. plate. It's been disinfected. It's oh. been, you know... Boiled. I love it. So uh, when we enough. do buy a house, my wife and I, uh, I, I will, you, I, I will try to make the change. You'll try again. Okay. Yeah. Now I have a question so, about Chip. By the way, go ahead. Uh, what? So if Joanne or Joanna mm-hmm. yes. does all the decorating, does Chip? Is he a handyman kind of guy? What's his? Well, their business is called. Uh, I think it's it's called Magnolia Home. Okay. So the background on this family is Chip has always worked in construction, I believe, and then he also opened a real estate uh, part of Magnolia. Okay. Uh, he he had another business. He's a weird, uh, intense, funny dude. Because uh, one of the stories about them, one of the personal stories, is that um, Chip wanted to learn Spanish so he could understand his workers better good because uh, it's mostly uh spanish people that he would hire to do construction so he wanted to go to mexico for a month and oh for immersion yeah. yeah okay so and he's he feels like uh when they told that story her him and joanna i was just like yeah that sounds about right <laughs> but the thing was that they had just met they had just started dating and Joanna had some type of business skills. Okay. She was like, he was like literally probably like a week, two weeks into dating. He's like, hey, I'm going to go to Mexico to learn Spanish for a month. Can you run my business while I'm gone? Oh, wow. And that's like the initial. That's beginning. how they got together, essentially. Yes, yes. No, but they were dating. Like he was courting her. But part of his courtship was like, I trust you so much. Hey, man, it's- and then I was like, oh, yeah, Chip is missing a couple. I like him even more now. <laughs> right. It's it's the kind of thing where uh, you're just like, oh, and I bet you Chip was also like, and I would have children with this person. Yes. And uh, obviously yeah. I'm going to marry this person. And so I'm just going to leave my stuff, business. Yes. And then you find out you find out of their intensity. Like he's won like the award in Waco, Texas, like man of the year because his construction company their construction company, Magnolia Homes, has this is even before the TV show, before any other fame or anything, before any thought of a TV show. He, throughout years, he had one man of the year just because one of the things that he specialized with his company is he'll find an older couple that just doesn't have the money there to remodel their house and make it more efficient for them. Maybe now the husband or the wife is handicapped or whatnot. Right, right. And he would go inside their house and remodel it, charge them nothing with leftover materials from his construction site and just remodel someone's home that really needs help. Like, let's get these doors wider. Let's, yeah. They have stairs. Let's install that thing that takes them up to the bedroom, right. whatever it was. Um. That's awesome. Yeah. I need to so, see this show because that sounds uh, just it, sweet and positive and yeah. and kind of interesting, too, because if well, they're fixing fast stuff. Fast forward, they make a conscious, at the top of their game, Jackie, uh, with Fixer Up, but at the very top of their game, uh, is I know these things because I was also 
the timeline. So I go to the Tonight Show. I do my bit about HGTV and Fixer Upper and Chip and how much I love him and everything. Fast forward two weeks later, Chip and Joanna Gaines are on the Tonight Show because Joanna's promoting her book. Uh, Chip is in the hallway repeating my joke back to Jimmy Fallon. One right. of the producers from the show calls me. Yep. He doesn't call me, texts me. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I'm, uh, Jimmy told me to let you know this. Right. Chip knows he, your name. Chip, Chip knows, knows your, your name. name. And Chip was verbatim repeating your yeah to me about uh, him and Joanna. And that was great. But through that episode of The Tonight Show, you find out that at the top of their game in 2018, they say, you know, this is getting to be a little bit too much. The fame part of it. Ah. So let's step back. And they step back. They completely, they, there's no deal on the book. They, the contract came, there was no negotiation. Hey, we're going to, they're about how we say, uh, they're about to get, the truck is about to back up to their house. That, right. The dump truck of money is about to get dumped in their front yard. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, no, don't, don't we're, bother. We're going to diminish and go to the West. We're just going to yeah. pull back and just have our yeah. lives back. Yes. And they did that. Joanna wrote a book, and then they raised their kids a little bit more till they got a little bit older. Uh, fast forward. Maybe it was a strategy. I want to choose that it wasn't a strategy. Uh, Discovery Channel buys HGTV. Okay. And Discovery Channel comes to them with, hey, we don't want you on HGTV anymore. We want to give you something called the Magnolia Network. We want to give you your own network that you will program, you would decide what shows are on this network and everything. And they'll fly under the Discovery Channel okay. banner, you know? But it's yeah. one of, it'll be its own I channel on your cable. Did your it work? Uh, right now, I think because of the pandemic, it slowed down. Joanna's back out there now on the Magnolia Network. I haven't seen the actual network. But it gets promoted as the Magnolia. Actually, what they're doing is running promos where the first thing that she's doing is showing how she cooks family meals for okay. Chip and the girls and yeah. the boys. Yeah. So what was the name of her book? What was the book about? Was it about interior design? Was it or just about her uh, life? I think it was about interior design and life. And I don't remember. I didn't get it. Okay. I don't. I Sometimes you feel like, oh, I, I might be. A, is this getting weird? Am I becoming <laughs> It's a little too intense. Yeah, but like one of my happiest, uh, truly one of the things I would want to achieve is like, not that they build a home for me, but that I can help them build a home for somebody else. Like, hey, Orlando, just come in. You can't do anything that, so come in for the demo. You can come (laughs) and break, I'll be like, all right, I can break stuff. Sort of Habitat for Humanity kind of situation, but like one-off. Yes. Like they're just, they're just like, we have these skills. Yes. And then uh, we can do this. And then they yeah. turned it into a TV show and then it became yes. slightly overwhelming. Yeah. They're like, we're going to, but they're still in business and they still have yes. the Magnolia. Yeah. No, they're still, they're basically, they still have jobs. A, yeah. They still have, they still, they really, the TV aspect of it, they don't need it. Yeah. They're, they're already a brand. They're in Target. You go to Target, you see their furnishings, you see their things. So Fixer the, upper. Yeah, and if you go to Target, just look for, like, Magnolia. Oh, okay. And you'll see. It's under you'll that. See furnishing, which is like, hey, you can you can have the stuff that you're seeing, how I decorate the houses on the show, and it's not going to set you in debt because there isn't a reason why a couch should cost $20,000. I don't get that. No, it's – we just got our first brand-new couch. Mm-hmm. Um about a, a year or so ago. And the only thing I'll say about it was it, it wasn't that it was, I never knew I wanted a couch and a, and a sofa or a love seat to match uh-huh. until we got a couch and a love seat that matched at the Salvation Army. And I was like, Oh yeah, this brings the room together. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but oh, the, this makes sense. It, it totally makes sense. And, Jeez. 
these are, are these ma- decoration magazines aren't full of BS. Right, they're not it. And uh, and then there's a um, and so we ha- we have the couch, the love seat that match, and then a chair that complements. Yes. You know, and so uh, the only thing I'm I'll looking s- forward to, man, I am so looking forward to Jackie after this pandemic to getting a new couch. I am so looking forward. Well, here's what I would recommend: make sure the couch is deep enough for mm-hmm. naps. Yes. Uh, ours is slightly too shallow. I don't mm-hmm. know what I was thinking. Yes. I think I just like the got, color. Yeah, you probably got the average. You probably got, what did you get? Probably 30, 36 inch depth. Uh, you guys, I'm talking uh, with Orlando Leva, who's watched a lot of HGTV and just knows the inch depth that your couch should be. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the standard. I, I, want, I want something deeper and probably like around 119 inches wide okay and the depth i probably i need at least like 36 minimum okay or into the 40s i i, I ours is just worn down it's just yeah worn down. it's just yeah. older as as they get older you're just like yeah, yeah this I still vacuum it i vacuum it and i'm and i'm constantly flipping the cushion so when you look at it it looks like oh that's a nice healthy couch and but like once you get into it it's uh <laughs> When we moved from Florida, mm-hmm. jumping back into HGTV, so uh, We're... yeah, we had a great couch. Like people used to come to our house and just they'll be talking to us. They'll come and visit, and then they would just fall asleep. And we ended up like donating <laughs> that couch when we decided to move to Florida, from mm-hmm. Florida to Los Angeles. Here's the thing: HGTV. I'm watching it. Fixer Upper debuts. I get into that show. My wife is watching the show with me. Around the same time, I make the decision to cash in my 401k. My wife and I, we make a decision. I work for CBS News as a satellite engineer. Okay. To cash in my 401k and move to Los Angeles to follow the dream, right? Well, you got to well, give it a shot. We got to give it a shot. My supportive wife, we have no kids. My very supportive wife goes 100% less to it because I need you to be happy. That's awesome. And then... I, we do it, but we do it in a way that uh, hindsight 2020, I probably wouldn't do it again the same way, but it's whatever the universe and the journey that I needed to embark on. Well, she stayed in Miami, Florida in our home with our front yard, backyard and our dogs. Okay. And I moved to Los Angeles, California, uh, right to Hollywood, right by the celebrity center owned by Scientologists. So they were always hitting me up to come over. To a studio apartment in a building full of people, multiple units, building full of people. You you smell everybody's cooking. (laughs) I'm by myself. And one of the few things that I have is my Apple TV, those first generation Apple TVs. I also have a sling box from back in the day, which is you could sling your, through an app, you could sling your home TV and cable to wherever you are, either to your iPhone or if you had something like uh, the Apple TV, I could actually throw the video from my iPhone to the Apple TV and watch it on the screen Mm -hmm. and my iPad. So one of the things to help me stay connected home other than obviously speaking to my wife is that I would watch the local news Mm -hmm. from my hometown in Miami, Florida. And I would also watch uh, HGTV, and I would watch Fixer Upper. And my wife and I together would watch at the same time, because I was slinging the, which is basically slinging the signal from our guest bedroom cable box. Right. We would watch Game of Thrones together also. So we would sit there, watch Game of Thrones. And it was this, it was very, I was using a lot of, Internet speed here and, because and or, I have Orlando, her, and you're a tech guy. I mean, you're yeah. like a satellite TV nerd dude. So it's not like you're like, no, I think we can do this. And so you yeah. could watch TV with your wife. Just you, so you guys would, would be on the her, phone. No, I would put her on my iPad mini FaceTime. Okay. So we're doing FaceTime. Yep. And I'm looking at her. She's looking at me. And then on my phone, I would grab and put uh, HBO, the I'll sling the HBO signal right. to my phone and throw it to the TV. And then we would like one, 
two, three, start Game of Thrones. Okay. We start Game of Thrones at the same time. There was all, always like a little bit of a delay. The tiny leg? <laughs> a tiny, but very, very tiny yeah. on the delay. And I just have these vivid memories of her and I, something crazy will happen. And we would just look at each other. She would look at me from the iPad. I would look at the iPad <laughs> and then look at the TV. And it was the same reaction we would have at home. So that helped me out a lot. But HGTV and Fixer Upper, that kept me, that kept the homesickness that I was feeling and the sadness mm-hmm. under control to yeah. a certain degree. It, it kind of like pushed it down. Oh, there's moments throughout the day where I could feel like I'm still in my very comfy couch. Right. At home. That's that's uh that's the best jerry rigging ever. Where you yes. and that's what we're all doing now. Yes. And I have to tell you that I am sorry to tell you that we've it's been an hour. Yes. Uh, of course it has. Uh so <laughs> but uh Rangers uh by the way, I'm talking with Orlando Leba. That's a L E Y B A and his um his handle is at Haylando, H E Y L A N D O. And the name of his uh, video and album is adorable. It's available everywhere you would watch and uh, and listen to such things, including HBO Max and then Spotify, Pandora, and all the things. Yes. So thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you, Jackie. You've uh, taken me on a journey that I wasn't expecting I'm going on. And super fun. And We uh, talked about my grandma. We I, talked about my... <laughs> Oh, we talked about HGTV. Your couch? We, talk, we um, talked about the couch. Your, oh, my God. Your your prejudice against uh, the dishwashing situation? Yeah. Also yeah, with very, myself. But willing yeah. to learn. I love that you're yeah. open. I'm still open, man. We all got to be open. That's we got to be open-minded. It could yeah. They could make the, the dishwasher that finally works. Yes. All right. So thank you so much for doing the show. Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. Yes. And remember, remember, I like, I like, I want to leave you, leave everybody with these words because I have an insight. Okay. I'm giving you an insight. I used to work for the news. Yes. And in the news, there's a common saying, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. Meaning whatever's dramatic, whatever, it's not fake. It really happened. But the news will always concentrate on promoting what is loud and what is obnoxious, and what is dramatic, and, and dramatic, yeah. they deal in trauma. Mm-hmm. They are trauma dealers. Mm-hmm. If you want trauma and drama, mm-hmm. you will get it from the news. There's a lot more nice people. I've had the wonderful opportunity to travel this country, and there's a lot more nice people than there are bad people. The bad people are there. Is the way that life is. But if you take a beat and look around, there's always someone doing nice. You heard it here, you guys. Take care. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?